0: Welcome to the Dork Forest, Jackie and and her pals will never bore us, shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile, smile. so let's explore the Dork Forest and dork out for a while. while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation, welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. You know the credits, maybe. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that intro song with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. And Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Bless him. And Vilmos works on my website. And Vilmos, you should check uh, the links on that because he is available to do your website, it turns out. He's hanging up a shingle. He's doing it. So go check him out. It is a great month. The sponsor this month? (laughs) Haha. is my sister, my sister, Darla Kation, who pronounces her name in a way that many people want to pronounce my name, which is with Kashian or Kashian or she ethnics it up. I don't know why. Our dad always said Kation, but much like Stephen Colbert, she gets to do whatever she wants. So it's a great episode. Um, feel free To know about the things in my life, which, of course, are This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux DVD and CD, available April 1st, available right now for $5 download on allthingsrecords.com through the allthingscomedy.com podcast network, of which I am part of, and I love those guys. You should go over there and check them out. And on JackieCation.com, there's T-shirts and CDs and all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going all over the place, Hong Kong. Uh, Austin, Texas, Chicago this summer, very glamorous, or this fall, or something like that. Anyway, go to com for full details of absolutely everything else. Let's get into it. At RBC Wealth Management, social responsibility starts at the top. As a part of the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC has been recognized among the world's financial, social, and environmental corporate leaders. Our sense of responsibility extends to our reputation for putting clients' interests first. My personal commitment is to help you achieve your financial goals by also considering sustainable and responsible investing strategies. To learn more, visit www.DarlaCashian.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. Yeah, that's me starting it. Clap! Green, gravel, comedy festival, Toledo, Iowa. Huh? That's where it gets tricky, because I'm sure the people who live here are constantly thinking they're in Ohio and having to explain. I'm from a, a weird little town called South Milwaukee, which is not on the south side of Milwaukee. It's its own town with its own water treatment system, and I have to say that every time. So the people of Toledo, Iowa, are constantly, I'm sure, having to say, no, in Iowa. It's No, it's in Iowa. It's about an hour from do- It's in Iowa. So like that, my name's Jackie Kation. We are here at the Green Gravel Comedy Festival, the first ever Green Gravel Comedy Festival. We did some shows last night and uh and now we're going to do a live Dork Forest. It's nice proving again that I can get 30 people in a room in any city in the world. <laughs> That's right. Let's find out how many come to Hong Kong next week. Okay. Uh, my guest, recurring Dork Forest guest, but now one-on-one, we're going to get to really do it. Uh, Kelly Anakin, welcome back to the program.
1: Thank you very much. I am uh, thrilled to be here. Mm-hmm. Should this be on? <laughs> yeah, that's on. Am I being heard? Okay. Yeah. Fantastic! I'll get off the mic a little
0: bit because this this mic is actually nicer. Somebody told me they uh, stole it from some comedy club. Ah, uh well This done. is first season of a comedy festival. <laughs> There's going to be stolen mics.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what, <laughs> so. Uh, Kelly Anakin, it's at
1: the Fatling. That is correct. Own it. I oh I very much own it. If you I know want to know the origin story of at the fatling on Twitter. You should you should listen to my previous episode. Right, uh, synergy huh? marketing, S- nice. Uh, where I kind of explain why that is my Twitter handle.
0: Okay, why have I forgotten?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, actually, it wasn't it wasn't a very concise description. Oh, was it a little meandery? Yeah, I try to I try to pare it down every day in the shower. I think about it constantly. I'm like, <laughs> I really wish to- I'd explained it better. 140 characters. When will
0: that happen? <laughs> Boom! It's, uh, but, uh, Kelly Anakin, great stand-up comic, uh, very good times. We saw her last night performed very funny stuff. That miscarriage chunk is awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah,
1: I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, so I'm going to take it as a compliment. Uh, no, take it as a compliment.
0: <laughs> own it. Own it. I have, uh, I have my own weird. No,
1: actually, when I was telling the miscarriage chunk, my fa- it's my favorite thing that's ever happened while telling the joke. There was a woman sitting in the back, you know, probably like in her 40s or 50s, just nodding along. <laughs> I was like, "This is for you, sister. This is about us." <laughs> Nobody Fun. else is
0: here. <laughs> Comedy, it's one-on-one. Yeah. There's some weird joke for each of us. That's what I like. It's going to be great. And uh so the last time you were on, you talked about uh biographies because you like to read a biography. Oh,
1: I love to read a biography. Let's
0: just check in real briefly. What are you reading now? What did you just finish? Uh, I
1: just finished Antonia Fraser's Marie Antoinette, which was, uh, yeah, oh, you know, has anybody read it? Before? Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was kind of boring uh, for a while. <laughs> She didn't really do much. She mostly... So uh, not the author's fault. No, no, no. Not the author. No, no, no. Antonia Fraser writes a great biography. Yeah, Uh, what else has she written? She wrote uh, a book called... I think it has a title in it. The subtitle is like The Women in uh, the Life of Louis XIV. But it's about... The various women that he banged. Okay. And um, she also wrote. One wish called she had the, called it that. The Warrior Queens. She wrote a book about uh, Oliver Cromwell, which okay. I haven't read because I could care less.
0: I am against
1: Oliver Cromwell. Uh, yeah, but my husband read it and said it wasn't very good. Okay. But she wrote right. that in the sixties, and okay, uh, she was probably just trying to impress Harold Pinter, who is her husband. So. <laughs>
0: That's why I write some jokes to impress the people around me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) My loved ones. So, um, so, okay, so the uh, Marie Antoinette. Now here, let's get into it. You guys don't know anything? Who knows anything about the American girl dolls? That gentleman right there.
1: Yeah, we got it. Well played, brony. Let's do this. Yeah.
0: All right. Both men?
1: No, no, no. That guy
0: and then that lady? Yeah. All right. I like it. Now the rest of us, uh, will journey into the world of the american girl dolls. I'm so dun, excited. Dun, dun. I'm Me too. I'm so excited. I have only I only know that they're 100 dollar dolls.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Okay. Okay. And Where do I we have...
0: begin? Who makes them?
1: What we is it? We begin in 1986. Um uh... <laughs> I remembered well. Yeah, the uh the company was started by a woman named Pleasant Roland. Pleasant Roland. And uh she okay. is described as a former educator and author of educational materials. Okay. And she was like, Hey, what if we made some dolls that were from historical periods? Okay. Uh she also really wanted to create a doll for girls that wasn't a baby doll. Okay. That you know, uh encouraged oh, like diaper care. changing. Yeah. Okay. But then there were also then Barbies, which were these more sexualized aspirational dolls. I right. Guess. Her word, not mine. Oh, thank Um, God! Anyway, if you're aspiring to a Barbie doll, stop. Stop.
0: You know, in her defense, she's had a lot of careers. She has. She does work. I think she was president once. I well, I but no pension on any of them. You got to stick with your job, people. If you want to get a pension.
1: Uh, so she, uh, she created dolls that were targeted at girls in the age range of about eight to twelve. Uh, and okay. she, she wanted to position them as a playmate or companion, which is actually kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It implies that you don't have a, another friend, Okay, which I have been in that position. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, so you, did, did you have American girl dolls when you were a kid? No, I did not. Okay.
1: I, I was obsessed with them.
0: Okay. You uh, read about them a lot.
1: Yes. They you, would send a catalog to your house. Okay. I don't know how I got on this mailing list. Uh, some of you are nodding. You got the catalog, so they would send you this beautiful catalog. It was it was probably God. I think it was uh maybe about ten inches square. It was yeah. big for a catalog, but thick. Uh, re- reasonably thick. Lot like a Sears catalog. No, it's thinner not that than that. Th- yeah. Okay. It was, right. it was kind of like a magazine. Okay. Um, oh right, right. Like a like a Life magazine. Okay. In size and shape, and so the the cover was always some girl, some beautiful young wasp. Yes. <laughs> um, playing with one of the dolls. Oh, okay. And then, you know, you would open it up. And uh when I first got the catalog, you start out with three dolls. There were only three. There were only three. That makes sense. There was Samantha, who is identified as a Victorian doll, but it's actually the Edwardian period for the... OCD among so, you. So not the greatest educationalist no. in the world. No, uh, apparently. Pleasant well, but, Roland. Know, it's, like, it's like, you remember how it was like, like kind of still. It is transitory. It was like still the 80s for the first couple of years of the 90s. know, oh, it was It was still. <laughs> it was still the Victorian okay. era. Okay. Okay, I see. It took a while to cross the pond, you know? <laughs> right, sure. You know, I get people it. People didn't I even get know it. that Queen Victoria was dead yet. Right. They like, were still all about the teddy bears and the creepy child photos. Exactly. Okay. And so there was us, Samantha. Samantha. And so was she steampunk? Um no. no I want her to she, be steampunk. Um, she was an orphan and they did deal a lot with uh child labor in the industrial age. Okay. Uh yeah, the because right. well all of the okay, the basic thing. Let me lay this out before Girl we bells. get before we really get into it you guys. So every doll had six books that came with the doll. About um, their lives? About their lives. Like
0: 30-page, like, little tiny kid novella kind of thing? Yeah, I think
1: think usually they were more, like, in the 60 to 70-page range, and then there would be about 5 to 10 pages of, like, they called it looking back. Um, They would show you pictures of period-appropriate, you oh, know, history accessories. kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, so you can see why I liked it. Oh yeah, all yeah, that, yeah. All that you're, nerdy stuff. Yeah, you're a giant history nerd. Um, so you know, you but then you know, you would read each book, you know, they had one that was like the the introduction to the character, there was always a school story. Okay. There was a uh, like a, a holiday Christmas story. Oh nice. Uh there was a uh they had to save the day in one, they had a birthday, and then uh they experienced changes. <laughs> The the final book in each series is always called Changes for Samantha. <laughs> Changes for Molly. And none of them got their periods, in case you're wondering. That is not... That's the only real those, change. Yeah, it wasn't that kind of change. And they do not address it. No.
0: They're like, nope.
1: Oh, what? They, I, move,
0: they change schools. They get a job. What happens? They oh. marry married.
1: No, they begin to have children. Married. Okay, because um, yeah, they're 12. They were still, yeah, they were only 12. And yet... It's all happening, yeah,
0: in the Edwardian era. The the changes,
1: all so, right. Um, so, awesome. Yeah, so and then each book had a bunch of accessories that cost an obscene amount of money. Oh, right. Uh, so you get know, the doll. Yeah, you get the doll and, the, and doll, the clothes. Oh, well. Here's the best part about the doll: the doll comes with a dress, and then if you want the kit with the accessories for the dress, you have to buy it. It's twenty extra dollars. Um, so I think when I was growing up, the the cost for both was about $112 for for a, t- for a doll and the basic accessory pack.
0: A, so a doll with a dress and then the accessory pack has what, like a purse in it?
1: It has, yeah. It's usually, <laughs> it's a hat. It's a, a piece of period appropriate money, a necklace, uh, and usually one other thing that's very like like, specific to that girl. The shoes I think came with. Okay. So they didn't send her off barefoot yeah, they got, into they your got, closet. Usually they, they would come with shoes and underwear and a dress. Underwear. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Period underwear? Yeah. Not period underwear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But period, time appropriate underwear. Historically, (laughs) historically
1: accurate bloomers. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's what they would come with. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So what I would do, um, because I had been told in no uncertain terms that this is an (laughs) extravagant purchase that i would not be getting anytime soon but you know thanks for the gymnastics lessons mom and dad that worked out well (laughs) they wanted you to be bendy uh no i wanted me to be bendy oh okay and then i was like oh i'm never gonna be bendy see you later
0: let's save a 100 bucks and get me a
1: doll no you couldn't do it i did oh god i did do the thing one year i did do the thing thinking back at christmas i wrote for santa Uh uh-huh i want an american girl doll yeah over and over and over on a Sheet of loose leaf paper. I did not get the American Girl doll. Uh, I wonder, I wonder sometimes, like, did I make my parents cry? You might like, have. Like, you know, like they're putting their, I mean, you just can't get it for her, you know? We
0: don't have an extra $112 for yeah. one gift. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, so I would just pour over the catalog. I mean, it was the okay. same stuff every, every time. It was a quarterly catalog, I think. Right. So they would send it, you know, every, there would be some new stuff. But I just, I would just look at it and just dream about it. I entered, uh, I entered a writing contest once and the prize was like $1,500. And so as soon as I submitted, as soon as I submitted, I went through and I was like, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna, and again, spoiler alert, did not win the contest. (laughs) Did not get the (laughs) doll. So you're eight or nine at the time? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was in the right, I was, this was an age-appropriate obsession. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's Samantha. There's Samantha. What's the next one? The next one was Kirsten. Kirsten? Kirsten. With a Y or uh with an I. Okay. She was uh Norwegian. I think okay. Norwegian? Some kind of Scandinavian that
0: you yeah, might know. Somebody,
1: was it Swedish? They, oh right, because she did uh Saint Lucia. Yes. yes. You know, with the wreath? Anyway, I can uh, (laughs) I can't explain to you how much the indelible images from these catalogues are burned into my brain. Like I can I could probably like you could quiz me, I could tell you all of the I can't draw anything. Okay. okay. But I could (laughs) Maybe drawing lessons. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so, um, Kirsten. She was an immigrant from Sweden. Okay. Now. Here in America. Yeah. These books are pretty heavy. The stories are heavy. Her, in her first book, what happens is her best friend from Sweden, also a a girl Mm -hmm. of like nine, dies of cholera on a Mississippi river boat. That's, that's one. Book one. That's where we're starting. Right. Loses her best friend. Okay. Um. But so her family, they they arrive in New York. You what know. year is this? Is this, this still is early? This 1854. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I'm remembering these out of order. I can't explain no it. No worries. But, uh, 1854. So she and her family come to New York. They go by train to the Mississippi River, and then they go to, uh, do you remember where she lived? I think Minnesota, actually. Okay. That makes um, sense. A lot of whitey Whiter's yeah. up there. And, it's all uh, coming together. <laughs> Lot of streets, so so lot they of moved Norwegian. there and uh that's kind of the basis for her and then there's Molly who was okay. in World War II on the home front. Oh. Uh, her father was a doctor so he was overseas right uh, working for the army but then you know you get the whole you know the ration cards and oh, you uh get to learn the blackout curtains and right, right. all that Air kind raids of thing. And... um yeah hers is hers is actually lighter which is weird to say. Right. Uh, despite the fact that her father fighting in a war, but, I mean, she has a better life than almost any of them. Right. They do have a newer one that's set in 1970s San Francisco, and I imagine she does a lot of frivolous stuff. Right. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. But those were the first three. Those were the first three. And then okay. my favorite, my girl, yep. that was my absolute favorite, was Felicity. Uh, Felicity. Yeah. Sweet. Looked like Harry Russell. Um. She, thank you, one person who watched the WB in the, in the late 90s. 90s. <laughs> um, so she was the Revolutionary War era. Oh. And that's one of my particular jams. Okay. I'm a big Revolutionary history fan.
0: You wanted there to be a, a cloth bonnet in your past I or did. future? I did. I did. Right. You know, Colonial there's...
1: girl outfit? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I didn't, my God. I didn't, oh You could dress like the doll as well. They sold... They sold a, a life-size outfit. Yeah, we for... haven't even gotten into the marketing and how brilliantly they marketed. And you know, just... one of the
0: last episodes was about Warhammer 40K, and uh, which is a, a miniature army uh, fighting thing. And you have to buy all of their crap, mm-hmm. and you can't even fight. You can't even play the game unless you have their extra crap that you didn't get, and then you wow. have to buy even more crap. It's like it's it's a it's it's a scam.
1: This is that. <laughs> This is this is a similar comparable, scam. Comparable
0: comparable scam. All Very right, comparable scam.
1: But there's no it's there's no c- competitions with the girl. Oh no, the no, no, American no. there's no stuff. well You're like my until, girl's the best. Until you get into the world of the adult collector which we'll get to in a second. Okay. Uh that is a whole terrifying subset right, of humanity right. that I didn't know existed until I was and brushing doing... up for this. <laughs> um Cuz did you ever get one? I did. Oh, did, I did you get I did. a Felicity? I did get a Felicity. All right. Uh, I uh got it for my 16th birthday. Wow, uh, right. <laughs> it's kind of like that ship kind of sailed, <gasps> but what? actually, it was very sweet because all of my friends knew that I had wanted one as a kid, and so they went in with my parents and they got it for me. That is adorable. And gave it to me at a surprise sweet sixteen party. Okay, so, that yeah, that's awesome. No, and I I still have it. It's like new in the box. Uh, Why? Well, because I was 16, I wasn't really playing with dolls. I was trying to figure Break out. Break it out? Yeah. Break it out
0: now. Now's the
1: time. Well, uh, it 30? has it has appreciated in value, actually. Oh, has it? They they retired Felicity. Oh. Uh, so now it's worth somewhere in the Maybe neighborhood of... Maybe she was of,
0: killed in the War of 1812.
1: Pretend, well, you know, actually, they now have a <laughs> War of 1812 dolls, so God only knows. <laughs> Maybe it's her daughter. Did she oh. name her Good Times? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> Who names a kid Felicity? <laughs> People, uh, people in 1765. Right, right. So 17... just when she was born in case anybody was wondering. Wow. Wow. So she was 10 in
0: 1775. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are her six books? Uh, Did you get the books? I,
1: I, I read all the books. Okay. The books, you could get it from the library. Okay. Uh, that's and, nice. you know, the library is, is, is a treasure source. It is it's a
0: resource. You guys, <laughs> is there a, is there a library here in Toledo? All right. That's great. how,
1: how is it? Is it pretty good? How, how long? How long did you have to wait for the Harry Potter books? Like that's how I judge libraries. <laughs> like, how long was the Harry Potter wait? The with? next
0: Hunger Games. The last one has it come yet? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, okay. So, um,
1: uh, yeah. So Felicity's Her journey. Books. Yeah. Uh, well, well, and I'm 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 sorry. They don't have great summaries online. I've got a lot of criticisms of the American Girl Wiki. <laughs> Not very thorough. Okay. Uh, but basically, it uh, her best friend is uh, a loyalist, okay, and she and her family are patriots. Oh. So there's a lot of conflict, sure, about the king
0: and right. the American
1: Revolution, right? Because her her best friend wants us to remain with England. Yeah. I imagine. But they have they you know they're pretty cool with each other. I okay, think, I think eventually that girl and her family leave because they don't want to be murdered. Um, oh.
0: Much Probably. like the tea
1: party people have to flee now. Exactly. Um, yeah, but it's in it's in Colonial Williamsburg. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, good. Which was actually the inspiration for the series of dolls, which is weird that she was like the fourth one that they actually did. Yeah, that is weird. It is very... Pleasant, so is pleasant is a strange lady. Is she still with us? She is still with us. She sold American Girl, or Pleasant Company, as it used to be called, because she is a narcissist. Right. Who isn't? <laughs> she uh she <laughs> sold it to Mattel for seven hundred million dollars. <sighs> what in, will she do now for money? Uh <laughs> while she's, she's living check. What check. she's doing with her money is buying the town of Aurora, New York. Oh, really? And uh converting it into like ye old Aurora New York. <laughs> <laughs> buying demolishing the actual buildings on the historical registry. Uh-oh. Like, the, the locals hate her. They absolutely hate her because she's basically come in with all this money and was like, I'm going to build a fake ye olden inside of this actual ye olden. <laughs> right. Why and, would you knock down the thing that was right? there during the time so, that you're loving? So she's not super... I mean, but again, just rich... Rich, rich, so you so Can rich. you even imagine having... A, I can't imagine having a $1 million. I can't imagine having a $1,000 idea. I mean... Welcome to the world of stand-up comedy. Exactly. No, I'm like, oh, God. Like. I have
0: $357 in my savings account yeah. in case I want to take everyone to lunch.
1: <laughs> it's my retirement plan. Maybe I what I should do, I should I should just find Pleasant Roland and be like, hello, Pleasant Roland, I'm a stand-up comedian and <laughs> my, I have a proposition for you. Yo, you I'm going to do stand-up comedy as historical... Oh, wearing, di- yeah, wearing a colonial outfit. Yeah, oh, wearing a colonial outfit, you my, know? She might care. Yeah.
0: She might care. You'd be like, hear ye, hear ye, or whatever. Zach Galifianakis used to do a thing. You ever see that? Yeah. Where he dressed in colonial times and he was like, I just came here from Boston and it
1: took three months. Yeah. And uh <laughs> it was like that. It no, I'd be like, oh, you know, some patriots are like this, but Crispus Attucks is dead. Like, you know. Wow. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Thank Who's you. Crispus Attucks? Yeah. Oh, Crispus Attucks was you. one of the first casualties in uh the Revolutionary War. He was killed okay. in the Boston Massacre in okay. 1770. Excellent. Uh, and, uh... He was a black man. He was a free black man. Oh, it was that's his name. Yeah, yeah. that guy. <laughs>
0: he was the black
1: guy. He was the black guy. The first black guy. Of the Revolutionary yes, and, War. And he was
0: the first guy killed in the Revolutionary War. Yeah, and, and uh, black John man.
1: Adams defended his killers in court. Uh, oh, irony. Well, you know, he was doing Not it... Not even irony. He was doing it in typical they- John Adams fashion to prove a point. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I really like that, you're all laughing at my like deep cut. safest, <laughs> safest face in the world. The dark forest, you dork out, John oh, Adams. Fantastic.
0: Uh, um, okay, so we're at, we're at four dollars Felicity. Felicity. So did you get the accessories? Did you no, end up getting any of the stuff?
1: I can't remember if I got the accessory pack. I think they might have just gotten me the doll. Sure, because um, that's $85. Yeah. That's good. But uh, it has, as I was saying, it's appreciated to about $500. Good lord. So really, if my parents had been smart, they would have just bought all those all dolls of them and then not let you
0: touch them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but, so Edwardian, uh, remind me, Edwardian. Well, it's, it's very. It's like Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, Teddy you know. Roosevelt. Okay, All I right. think they lived in New York. Actually, I can't remember. <sighs> okay, yeah. so 1850s, 1910ish, World War II, mm-hmm. and Revolutionary
0: War. Yes. What else is happening? Which other? What? How many are there now? Now, I think there's
1: something in the neighborhood of like ten or twelve. Okay, so um, they're not
0: over. They're not saturating. No.
1: Well, because what they also did... So I love the, his, the historical dolls, but then right. uh, they introduced... Shortly before I kind of aged out of even obsessing over the catalog, because um, I discovered boys or something, mm-hmm. and uh, they introduced the Just Like You dolls, uh, and you could design a doll that looked like you. Oh. Yeah. All right. Because, um, again, Creepy. Right, you don't have a real friend to make a tiny version of yourself, right? That you can walk around. I with. don't see how that's different from a baby doll, frankly. But and no, me neither. I don't understand how that's different from creating your own Levi's. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> you know how you can order your own Levi's. Yeah, you make them anyway. But um, uh, anyway, so they started doing that, and I think that was what interested Mattel more so than the okay uh, wholesome historical right. Education so that there's only like ten
0: that are historical, yeah. and then then there's this whole side business that. American yes. doll girl doll yes. And now
1: and now that Mattel has bought them, they've got a, a limited edition doll that comes out every year with her own books. Okay. And then they retired after a year and you can't get any more. Ever. Okay. Oh oh ever. Oh. Unless the... you work the eBay. Oh right. Uh, and they do, they work the eBay. Okay. they collectors. They're they're ravenous. Right. So uh, and the and, and it's been around since eighty six. When did Mattel buy it? Mattel bought it, I think, in nineteen ninety eight.
0: Okay, so for at least 15 years or whatever, yeah. there's been a new doll that you can only
1: get for one year. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they've <sighs> retired. Actually, all of the dolls that I've just described have been retired. Okay, so uh, those they're, are gone. They're relaunching Samantha in 2014. And this is, though, because a lot of people complain about Mattel uh, having Taking bought Taking it them. over? Okay. Yeah. You know... They complain that the the dolls are lower quality, which yeah, of course they are. Like it's Mattel. Okay. But um, just what they've done from a marketing perspective has really awed me because I'm also a marketing junkie, which okay. is which is weird. I know it's not what a normal. They, they uh they opened American Girl Place first of all. There's I think something like 25 locations now. Is that a store? It's a store. Oh okay. God, you've got to go to one.
0: Is it? Wait, they it's, have it's one not in like LA.
1: A, I'm sure they do. They have one of
0: everything yeah. in LA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, but it's, is it
1: a place where you can play with them? Or no. is it just well, a store? Well, you can. You're encouraged to bring your doll. Conan went to one. Oh. Uh, he went to the store recently and he did a whole thing. My niece's
0: half sister, uh, <laughs> made bakery goods at the one in St. Paul or Minneapolis at the Mall of America. You can have a tea party with your American you girl can. doll. Yep. You bring your doll. You <laughs> sit here. She sits in something else. And then the two of you, the doll pretends to eat a cupcake. Yeah.
1: And then you actually eat a cupcake. Yeah. And then that's $100. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. And that's why I'm so amazed with what they've done, because you go in. I mean, it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's the new catalog experience for me, honestly, because anytime I'm in a city with an American girl place, I go. Okay. I go, and I look at all of these privileged children who are already worth more than I will ever be worth. And, I mean, just their parents are loaded down because, I mean, they have... Not only do they have the accessories that go with all of the books you can buy, like the bedroom set. Okay. And, like, the carriage and, you right, know... Right, right, there's,
0: there's vehicles and, and You know, all the, different...
1: the trunk and the, the wardrobe. I mean, just there's so many different things you can buy. Okay,
0: the woman who does my taxes has two daughters. <laughs> and, uh... There are things I do know about the American Girl dolls, and they're rising to the surface. Yeah, they, you just um, repressed them. I think so, because yeah. here's, I would be like, oh, it's, it's, um, the kid's name is Moraid, and I can never remember that the, her older daughter's name is Moraid, and I was like, did she name her kid Muaddib? And, uh, <laughs> which is a dune joke, and, uh, the, uh, but the thing is, is, uh, spice. So, but the thing is, <laughs> She, uh, but Mairead, uh, when, when Mairead's birthday, uh, would come around, um, I'd be like, oh, well, does Mairead want, uh, uh, I should get her a trinket? And, um, and she's like, if you want to get her anything, just get her a, like a $10 gift certificate to the American Girl Store. Because if everyone gets her one, we can get her one doll. Yeah. And so everybody would get it for her. And so she had like $500 at one point for Christmas. And, uh, Patricia, my accountant, was like, you can't. You, I cannot give you all of this money. You will never understand that I don't have $500 every year for you to spend at this crazy-ass store. So you uh, were like, one doll, one doll, and that's it. And she let her do a, a doll and an accessory. It was $200. And they were driving. They Wait, no, they did spend the whole thing. The two kids spent something like $700 that they had gotten between them for a whole year of birthdays and whatever that she had saved up. And they were driving back from the store, and the kids were insane. They were acting up or they were total brats. And Patricia said, and we're going to Goodwill. And she took the kids to Goodwill and she said, pick one of each of these items to give to a child who doesn't have anything.
1: And she made them give up. I fell in love with your accountant. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is she she single? Like, what's going on? No, no, she is married, and and they are a lovely, lovely couple. Okay, good. I want to mess that up.
0: She's just fantastic. It's an amazing Los Angeles experience because people are like, you can't raise your kids in L.A. People are asshats. And and you're like, yeah, you can. You just have to be real. You have to be alive and present for your children. And so she made them give each, like, one... Yeah, it was completely insane. And I was like, yeah, but they were out of context, right? Like the carriage had to be given up and no doll. And she's like, oh, that
1: won't matter to the kid
0: that gets it. It really
1: won't. Yeah. No, I would, I really, like if I had gotten, you know, Felicity's like sampler, I would have have just cherished it. You know, I would have, I would have, that would have been my, I would have talked to it and the sampler, (laughs) the sampler would have been my friend. Right. When I had no
0: friends. (laughs) Okay, so, so that, now there's not, what, do you know offhand what the other five dolls are? I know, I
1: know what most of them are. Um, so the next one after Felicity was Addie, and Addie was actually one of my favorites. She was the Civil War doll. Uh, so she was actually African American. So she was the first African American doll. Uh, but she and her mother escaped to their freedom. Ooh, Harriet Tubman, Underground Railroad? Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Although they did it alone. They didn't have a guide. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, She, again, this was one of the more traumatic ones because her father and brother were sold off the plantation Oof. a week before the escape attempt. But then, so, she and her mother had to leave her baby sister behind. They had to get to a safe house. They encountered some Confederate soldiers. I'm, like, rereading this in the airport yesterday and I'm, like, getting Stop teared it. up, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really, really identified with the stories because they, they were really well written. I yeah. mean, as insane as the consumerism around them is, yeah. the authors of the books were really thorough and they were really good and they created this amazing life for these girls. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's all about your family relationships and your friend relationships. Right. I don't think any of the girls were interested in boys. Okay. It's just about being a girl. Okay. It's just about hello, you are a girl, and this is your situation. Right, this is what, what, what the society is about. This around is what you. it would have been like, and it's, I think it's cool, for me particularly, as a girl who was really interested in history. Yeah. Just to see what the female experience was at that time yeah yeah um because you know you see them ch- you know they all chafe against the restrictions of their gender in their time period which in some cases i feel like it's a little bit too i'm like surely there was like somebody walking the party line who was like no i'm really into this sampler right. <laughs> i really just want to <laughs> practice my handwriting and my spinet and my dancing i'm gonna get the best husband we're gonna oh, yeah. have so many kids <laughs> it's gonna be great but you right? Know. right, they don't have any of those. They only have, like, the
0: feminist, they, no, they baby feminist. They're like, why can't
1: I wear pants, you know? Uh, okay. That was a subplot in many of them. I, I think mean, you
0: are dead on with that, because there, there always are somebody who's just like, no, I just want to be a cheerleader yeah. and blow guys in the bus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, Jackie, if that had been available to me in high school, <laughs> I would not be sitting here on the Torque fourth right now, probably.
0: <laughs> you would be the proud CEO of... Facebook. Uh, Ah. Not that that woman was that woman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have no idea what that woman's life was like in high school. You know what? I read her book and it was very dull. Was it? Oh, God, her book is terrible. This Tra- is a side note about Cheryl Sandberg's Lean In. There you go. And Tracy Ashley, previous uh, guest of the Dork Forest, whose dorkdom was The
0: Sims. Uh, uh, so uh, go back in time, check yeah. that out. Uh, but uh, Tracy Ashley went to high school with uh, Lean In Lady, mm-hmm. and she was uh, student council president and Lean In Lady treasurer.
1: Whoa. Yeah, she
0: was uh, and she was like, "Why didn't I keep in touch?" And I said, "Cuz you're a comic." Yeah. What were you going to do, work at Facebook? <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, good point." Because Tracy Ashley used to have a giant corporate job and she was really,
1: really good at yeah, it. And yeah, then yeah. she was like, "I want to go tell dick jokes to college kids." You know though, here's what? Here and it I think, all came true. Tracy Ashley, I like your album by the way, Tracy, if you're listening. I hope uh, so. Yeah, she's anyway. great. No, but I bet you could totally work that connection. Be like, you know, Cheryl, you remember me? Remember, I was the president, and you were the treasurer, and I read your book. And you're right, I gotta lean back into that workforce. (laughs) What do you What do you got, sister? Put your money where your mouth is. Right? Do you have a corporate that I could do? Because she does two corporates, (laughs) and she's like the Facebook corporate probably pays pretty sweet. Um, uh, anyway, how, how did we start talking about it? Uh, oh yeah. Girl, uh, right. Girls who are sure. yeah. throwing the party line. Yeah. They're, they're often the antagonists. Okay. Or the, if you're a little house in the Prairie books, there's always like a Nellie Olsen type Candy. in there with the, okay. with the bouncy hair and the dolls and the meanness. Oh, right. Um, yeah. they're always mean. Yeah. They're either, they're like mean girls
0: or Heathers where they're either they're mean or they're complete idiots. The really good looking girls when you're a nice school. Molly, Molly has a good one because okay. they get. Uh,
1: some kids who, uh, were shipped out of Britain during, uh, the bombings, right? Okay. So they were shipped to their town and they had to take in like this random English girl. Okay. And she was just a real, um, a real not nice little girl and very difficult to get along with. But, you know, she'd, work. Well, she'd also been traumatized. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> turns, turns out know, she had lived through the blitz. Yeah, Krieg she had lived through the blitz. And, 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 you know, she did live through it, but that's, you know, survivor's guilt. Sure. It's terrible. Sure. Um, no. And like they just, and they did, they would put them in these really difficult s- scenarios. I right. mean, I mean, and they didn't shy away from it cause kids love dark things. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. Like all of right. my favorite novels, historical novels as a kid were about Holocaust or civil war. That, that was all I wanted to read. That was all I wanted to read.
0: There was a French and Indian war uh, series that I read
1: when I was a kid and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, they're going to torture the hell out of these people. Oh, or what is yeah. that? There's also, there's a book, uh, God, is it called Sing Down the Moon by Scott Odell? Yeah? <laughs> that uh, guy, that guy knows it. We, what we is need, it? We need to talk more. No, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's Nes Pers. Yes? But it's, it's a woman, like you kind of follow her through her adolescence. She does get married very young and have a baby, but it's about her people being forced off of their land and it's just awful. Cheerful. It's awful. Yeah, I think um, I read all those uh, by the time I was 18 and I was
0: done. Yeah. Because I haven't read anything like that since. And I'm just like, I can read some nonfiction, but I can't. If it's a historical fiction about the horrors, like I couldn't Mm -hmm. see 12 Years a Slave. Ah. Guess what? Spoiler alert. It's probably going to be some injustice. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably going to be horrible because it's not even regular horrible slavery. It's going to be really shitty slavery where a guy was just living his life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's a slave. Yeah. As opposed to, I guess, when he's living his life in Africa and then all of a sudden he's a slave. You, did I tell you about Brenda? Okay. So possible guest, San Francisco, uh, game designer, Brenda Romero. Okay. Uh, she, uh, is a game designer. She's married to the guy who invented Doom. Hello, I want him as well. <laughs> uh, different experience. Uh, she, uh, but she has a, has a seven-year-old daughter who came home from school one day. And she's a giant dork, right? So there's there's board games and there's little people, meeple things all over the place. And there's all kinds of trinkets and bullshit all over the house. And so her 7-year-old, and every day she asks her 7-year-old, what did you learn about today in school? And her her daughter, a 7, said, we learned about the Middle Passage <gasps> today. which is, uh, And she's like, what did you learn? She's 7. What did you learn about the Middle Passage? She said, oh, the Middle Passage was when the ships would go from England, they would go to Africa, pick up the black people, and bring them to America. End of story. And she was like, wait, that is all you learned about the Middle Passage? And she was like, yeah, can I play a game? <laughs> and uh, and her mom goes, yeah, let's play a game. And so the greatest, most horrifying parenting ever, uh, she had her daughter. She's like, let's paint some little meeples. Let's do it. Little green meeples. Little, make families. Mom, dad, the kids, all in green and orange and yellow and blue, and we'll do it. And then here's the boat. Now pick a couple of different ones from all the different things. Put them in the boat. And uh, and now we're going to sail to America. And uh, she's like, no, no, you forgot the pink baby. He's like, no, no, we didn't forget the pink baby. She said, you forgot the green daddy. She's like, no, we didn't forget the green daddy. And so then they're halfway across the ocean, and she's like, oh, you've run out of food. you got to throw some of the maples overboard. And I'm like, Jesus, God, the kid's seven. <laughs> and and so she wrote, she made that into a game, like a board game. Oh, my God. She's working on one now about the Trail of Tears. This is a cheerful woman. <laughs> She painted ten thousand little meeples all red. And then she uh invited people over to the house and she was like, Oh, I gotta move them off the dining room table. And she's like, I'm gonna move Indians off of the dining room table into it. I am moving Indians. (laughs) Jesus God, I'm the worst. And but she made she made one called Train. Guess what that's about? Oh Eh, my god. Yeah, the Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. So she's made all these. She also makes uh Happy My Little Pony (laughs) video games. But but she, the board games she makes are crazy. They're, like, these incredibly intense,
1: like, educational, weird... I, I don't know. I kind of think that's a good thing. As, as I sat here going through the five Kula Ross <laughs> stages of grief, as you're describing it Right, then, right. But it's very... You know, I did a horrible thing when I was in middle school... They took us all to uh, a campground, not dissimilar to the fabulous one that we're staying in here. Pilgrim Heights. Pilgrim Heights, which is great. Alright. But so we're all staying at this camp, but it's the, the Underground Railroad experience. Uh. You went to an Underground Railroad went, camp? Yes. They,
0: now Re-enactment?
1: you, could, you also got to like make funnel cake and candles sometimes. <laughs> Alright. But then the main, the main attraction was that the reason this was a school trip was that they, would take all of us little white Catholic school kids and make us pretend that we were slaves. And, like, they would, like... I mean, they would do really scary shit. Like, they would take somebody out back and, like, pretend like they were whipping them. And, like, we were told in advance, they were like, you know, these people are in character. They're going to be very mean to you. They're like, if it gets too intense for you, just go and sit by your teacher. You know, be quiet and be respectful. But, I mean, it was just like... But, I mean, you have to... I think you have to communicate to kids... How awful the awful parts of history were, so they don't then grow up and perpetuate the awful parts of history. Oh, interesting. Again. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, don't like kids, that camp, but okay. Oh yeah. No, mean, that, I'm not going look, to that camp. The camp was but... terrible. Right. Looking back on it, I'm like, that's really fucked up that we did that. <laughs> but that's. I mean, it is kind of awesome though, because because kids are horrible. Kids are little. Kids are terrible. And they, they don't understand. They don't understand the consequences of their actions, mm-hmm. and so they can't understand because the consequences of the, yeah, <laughs> yeah of the middle path. You know, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah this is it. No, that was a great solution, though, because I would just be like, we're going to watch the molasses to rum the slave sequence of 1776, <laughs> Clockwork Orange style, until you understand. And I don't think that's going to work, because that guy's voice is so buttery, you don't care.
0: <laughs> Did you love that musical, 1776? Oh, are
1: you kidding me? Oh, yes. Fans oh, my Fans of 1776
0: in the audience. Excellent. So
1: fantastic. Gwyneth Paltrow's mother uh, is in it. Blythe Danner, yeah, replacing Betty Buckley from the original Broadway cast. Well, let's recouple ourselves to oh, that event. Yeah,
0: <laughs> everybody, get up there. It had to be said. Uh, someone had to say it. Anyway, so um,
1: yeah, so give me another doll. I'm yeah, so sorry. Uh, Back to the one, dolls. No, no, no. The next one was Josefina. Josefina. Uh, she and her family lived in New Mexico when it was still Old Mexico. Okay. Uh And I don't know a ton about Josefina because she came out again. Like I think it was like right as I was like starting high school. So I. I was, I actually, I bid on a Josefina doll at this silent auction <laughs> at the church festival. I didn't okay. win it. Again, spoiler alert. I only got the one doll ever. You are not
0: the hero of these I stories. I am not the
1: hero of the American Girl doll experience. Yeah. I am like a, I am just like a sad, like wizened observer. Or maybe you are the hero because you just get to read the books. That's true. The books are great. I do have a cousin who's got like nine of them. Nine dolls? And it is, it is when I go in her, like, you know, uh, her family moved and I had no idea. Uh, so I went in her room cause there's another one that just got introduced named Kit Kittridge. Kit she's a uh, great depression, but she lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is where I'm from. Okay. And my cousin lives in Cincinnati. So that was her first one was the Kit Kittridge doll. And I just walk in and she's just got them lined up around the room. And I'm just like, Oh, like, how did of, you do it? I, Oh, she there's has a $3, wealthy, wealthy grandparents. Oh, are, that's it. That is actually the, I think the pie chart of their, revenues at American girl places like wealthy grandparents, 57%. Um, (laughs) I bet you're right. Just because parents guilty, guilty, divorcing moms and dads, childless aunts, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Okay. All right. People with income and no, and no, and no outlet. No other reason. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Um, anyway, so she had a ton of them and I'm just, oh, it kills me. But anyway, so, uh, Kit Kittredge, depression era, Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, that one was made into a movie that had a theatrical release starring Abigail Breslin. So that was kind Live of a big action? deal. Yeah, Julia Roberts' production company, Red Ohm, produces these. Most of them are direct to DVD, but this one got a theatrical release. Chris O'Donnell was in it. Be Still My Heart. <laughs> um, so then there's there's Kit Kittredge. there's two. They tried a new thing. There's two dolls for New Orleans. Twins? Uh no, they one of them is uh she's also African American. But her family is French. They emigrated from France, sure, so she's definitely. super wealthy. Yes. Her name, I think, is Cécile, and then there's Marie Grace. Okay. Uh, and they, and, you know, they're like a will they, won't they friendship. Okay. Uh, it's like one of them like one of them super rich, and so she's the Nellie Olson, and she's like, doll, please, yeah. and. <laughs> But then, like, the other one's dad was a doctor and she, like, saved someone from, like, swamp fever or something. I don't, <laughs> right. Whatever you get in New Orleans. Right, some Cajun disease. Uh, yeah. And, right. um, but they, instead of having six books each, they alternated. They each had three books. Okay. That are, like, companions. Okay. And then there's Carolina, Carolina. Okay. Who, she's the 1812 girl and her dad, like, gets kidnapped in the War of 1812 dun, dun, dun. by Dolly Madison. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Again, these are the ones that I haven't read. Right. I'm going through all this. I'm like, man, I should have a daughter. So I have like a legit reason <laughs> to like get into this again. No, because that's what's going to be sad, though. I'm going to be the mom that's like giving her like the one from Cincinnati. That's like, it's like your heritage. And she's like, shut up, mom. I want to play with my laser cars. Right. You know, and I'll just. I like that your heritage is Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh it's not much, but it's what I got. <laughs>
0: You and Martin Mull. Oh. Living up, living up. I didn't know he was from Cincinnati. No, he's from History of White People. Ah, I don't, okay. I know you're just living in hope that he's from Cincinnati. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, really, Martin Mull? That's
1: That'd be great. I'd be all right if he. He seems like he might be. He he's got you know. But I mean, a lot of us Midwesterners, we all just we've got that look, you know. We're sure. They're like, well, here we are. <laughs> Somebody said to me the other day. I, I said, "Yeah, uh,
0: that I was going to go to the to go to the diner and." um the woman I was talking to at the garden shop up over by the uh, Super 8, Uh, she said, well, they'll recognize you because everybody knows everybody in this town, and they'll be like, you're not from here, are you? And I said, no. And she said, where are you from? And I said, I live in Los Angeles. She goes, you don't look like you're from Los Angeles. You look like you're from here.
1: (laughs) That is the best backhanded compliment I've ever heard. That's phenomenal.
0: It's like, all right,
1: I'm almost from here. It's sort of... It's like that. Anyway. And then I think the, the last, the last one. Oh no, there's one more. There's a, a Native American girl named Kaya and her long name means she who arranges rocks. And I'm like, you couldn't come up with a better meaning wow. of a name like that. I don't, you know, I don't know if that was like, is it architecture or is it just like chucking stones? Right, right.
0: What kind of rocks? I don't know. That is all the Native American women that I know mm-hmm. angry, angry. Yeah. They would like us to leave. Yeah. They still want us to leave. Yeah. We're not leaving. No, apparently. All right. It's just fine.
1: We're going to sit here in this American Legion Hall. That's what we're going <laughs> to do. Right? And look at these pictures of bulldogs. And then, uh, so the <laughs> most <laughs> the, the most recent one is uh, a girl named Julie something or other, and she's in San Francisco. Okay. A uh, child of divorced parents in the 1970s. Oh, uh, her wow. friend, unfortunately, is not like a Black Panther who lives in Oakland. I was, <laughs> That's what you wanted? She is actually, her name is Ivy Ling and she is Chinese American and I okay. think she's the first uh, Asian American doll. Okay. You know, she's not the protagonist, she's just the friend. The sidekick, uh, fantastic. No, and actually they do, I read some article, they specifically make the, fr- most of the friends are, uh, Minorities? Young girls of color. Okay. But they have very few protagonists that are. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you're note to self, fifteen percent of the way there, American girl. Right, you might want to flip flop that. Yeah, over. I'm like, you could expand. You know, you could be, you know, you could right. be, uh, you know, maybe Indian it just gets super sadder. Yeah, maybe if the protagonist is
0: just like, <laughs> oh, here's what happened. That's Japanese true.
1: internment. Oh. And uh, where's that yeah. kid?
0: Uh, <laughs> so I've never been to Arkansas. Why are we going there? Well, <laughs> you're gonna live in a small plywood home. That's 52 degrees. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my, uh, the woman who owns my garden center. That's the only time she'd been to Arkansas. She said she was there in 1943 for nine months. And then she came back and had to rebuy her garden center, uh, cause they had oh sold God. it out from underneath her. Yep. But, uh, uh, then it worked out and there's no girl. She has daughters. They're very nice people. It's all working out now.
1: It's fine. <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> They're very nice. It's all fine. I, that would be a great new game for your friend to make. <laughs> She could call it intern, right. and, and we could get would, we could get Sheryl Sandberg money behind it, <laughs>
0: right? Because everyone would think that it was some sort of iPhone thing. Yeah, yeah, that's not the right reference. Okay, yeah. so um, so what's your favorite things? What what are your favorite marketing things about? Oh uh, God, like, what are some crazy marketing things about it? Because we're pushing, we're going yeah, in an hour. It's yeah, nice. No, we
1: can we can we can wrap. I just love the marketing, the brand expansion. I love. How um, so? They changed the logo. They made it more accessible. They have a whole star motif.
0: Oh, very uh, nice little I Sparkle. Love, uh,
1: yeah, I love stars. I'm just yeah. Um <laughs> But uh yeah, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm like, great job guys. <laughs> um, this is really speaking to me. Uh they uh they have a whole thing that's like called like uh, I can't remember the name of it, it's like Starshine University, but they have a whole virtual reality for your doll. Oh, okay. Oh, website. Mm -hmm. Well, and then what they've done with these girls of today, I mean, because now, I mean, just think about how much junk we all have in our lives. Now they can sell miniature versions of the things that these girls' parents are already buying them for their dolls. I mean, they've got, they've got beds and they've got bicycles and they've got, you know, You know, they Like got, the dollhouse stuff kind oh, of stuff. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, it is. It's, it's glorified dollhouse stuff. And that's what right. I love about the American Girl Place is that you go, instead of just seeing a, I mean, they've got the whole thing laid out for they've you. They've got a house to the scale whole, that you can stick a doll you know, in. Yeah, the whole and, collection is just laid out behind glass cases. I mean, it's just. It's, how do they breathe in there? Does anyone The dolls? Wonder? Yes. Uh, uh I don't okay. know how to tell you this. <laughs> The dolls are not living. Okay. (laughs) uh, (laughs) So are there boys who are into them? You know what? I've not seen boys be like into Like a them. brony kind of thing. I feel like there must boys be boys that are into My but, Little Pony. But also, I think I think what makes My Little Pony accessible to boys because my husband is kind of a brony. He's yep. kind of a lukewarm brony. Um, but that's Dork a whole forest. that's a Let's, whole second yeah, Dork forest. Nice, Maybe he yeah, should talk he about should that. Definitely get on here. Um, but My Little Pony has boy characters. Okay, there's like two boy characters. One of them is a dragon DJ, who I understand is very popular. <sighs> Are there no boys in any of the books? Uh, there are boy characters. There yeah. are brothers and kind of friends, and but they're really not. And- they're not front and center. And it's called American Girl, right? And boys will sometimes do girl things, but not if girl is in the name of them. Okay, is I I worked with kids for years. I taught theater camp. Yeah, and boys are. Boys are very rigid in their gender identity. Girls, not all girls. Once I told, I had an all-girl theater class, and I right. told them, you know, I did my whole, you know, in Shakespeare's time, you know, girls couldn't be actors. Was that fair? And they're like, no. Yeah. And I was like, so we're going to have you guys play all the boy parts. And just one girl just started weeping. <laughs> She's like, "You don't want to be a boy. And I was like, you don't, you don't have to stop crying. There are some
0: girl parts. It'll be no, okay. No, I was like,
1: no, not all, you know, this isn't like Biloxi blues. Like this is, <laughs> oh, God, she cried for a half an hour. Wow. After I told her she didn't have to play a boy. Right, I was right, like, Because you... Lady
0: Macbeth is an
1: hat. Right? You could yeah. be her. Oh, anyway, anyway. But uh, but no, but little boys, if you tell them they have to play a girl part, they're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do I'm not going to. And you can't make me. All right. No. All right. You know, sports. Not all of them are into sports, but they very, you know. But you know, for boys, boys are so much. There's meaner. a lot more. Well, there's a lot of pressure. Boys are very mean to other boys who don't gender conform. Okay. More so, I think than little girls are, because girls are allowed to wear pants. Boys are not allowed to wear dresses. Right. Um. Yeah, but, but so, more I, mean, more. I am now. I'm now. I'm gonna Google it. I mean, like boys who like American Girl dolls. Although yeah. I feel like that might take me into some dark. <laughs> there might terrifying be terrifying parts of the internet there might be some fan fiction that you yeah. don't want to read no and then um i just want to say i i would encourage you i there's not time to talk about it but just search american girl fandom do it because it's yes. then hit it, images it, don't do that <laughs> but uh no it's there's all these you know adult women who are really into it and they have okay. they have mad beef on their message boards one lady got banned because she told a story about a tampon uh oh I, I'm not sure. It's very again. It's, the changes do not yeah. regard well, and the that physical was the changes. There's actually an alternative to Girl Scout to Girl Scouts called Pioneer Girls. That's based on the American Girl dolls, and they're very like Tea Party. Oh, you okay. know, hyper hyper conservative. Don't tell anyone about anything that's going to happen Fight to them club. later. Let's yeah, do it. All right, um, but they they get really mad at you if you link from the message boards. Like t- you're not allowed to link to like a Live Journal. You're not allowed to link to anything like a Google result. Because oh, weird. their children might learn something, oh! Stop. I'm like I'm kinda, at that point, I'm like, "Why are your kids even on the computer? Like, just give them an abacus and be done with it." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just you know, they've got all these terms and this, okay. this girl who got kicked out. She she apparently invented the the hair care method that collectors use. Um, it's a hair care method to for the dolls, for the dolls, because the hair will deteriorate. What's the yeah, hair made out of? It's uh, the hair human. is actually made out of the same synthetic that weaves are made out of. Okay. Um, and then she, uh, she is African American. So she used to use braid spray on her okay. hair. And so she put on that, you know, Hey, you know, go to an ethnic hair care store and buy this braid spray. Right. But they like kicked her out and like, they won't acknowledge that she came up with it. No. Oh. Yeah. Another she's injustice. also, she's also a big contributor on the, on the wiki page. Okay. So, no, I mean, it was just, uh, just putting it all together. It was, it was, There's it was a fast. lot of drama. There's, there's a lot, a of, lot drama. of drama.
0: That's interesting. Around these dolls, That's yeah. Now, Kelly Anakin, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet at com. Catchy. Yeah. They, uh, it's very, I mean, uh, succinct
1: intuitive. to the point.
0: It's nice. Uh, but you
1: can find all my, you know, performance dates, uh, my podcast, Up Yours Downstairs, which is about Downton Abbey. You can find that. Um, <laughs> really? Oh, I, oh yeah! Why don't I know that? I, uh, I definitely told has a podcast you. Podcast called Up. I definitely there told you. Yeah, downstairs, up, up yours, downstairs, up yours, downstairs. It's a very, it's a very lower class, sympathetic, okay. uh, snarky recap of Downton Abbey. Oh, that's awesome! Uh No, we were the first Downton Abbey podcast. Uh, oh, not no. to, not to, you know. you're being banned I'm, right yeah. now. Okay, okay. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, but everything everything else that I do is on Kellyanneiken.com, plus uh, some delightful, delightful photos of me. Some oh, excellent, catch a photo. Thank you so much thank for you. doing this a live Dork Forest, yeah, thank American you. Girl Dolls, and
0: thank you Green Grass Comedy Festival Woo! in Toledo, Iowa. All right, that was great. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. Uh, the bonus content, which is Andy and I discussing the show. Uh, is available on the apps, the Libsyn sold apps. For some reason, Libsyn is also just posting it for free, so you don't have to buy the app. You can just go to tdf.libsyn.com if you're just downloading it to your iTunes and putting it on some other app to listen to all of the different podcasts that you listen to. So if you want to listen to the bonus content, just go to tdf.libsyn.com, or you can buy the app if you want. And... Uh, you can also just go to iTunes, by the way, and review the show. iTunes supposedly cares about that. So if you're enjoying the show, and I read them, and that's great. And if you ever want to email me, Jackie at Jackiecation.com. The credits, of course, Patrick Brady's gonna fix this audio. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. He's gonna sing the Mexican hat dance right here in a moment. And Vilmos fixes the website, com, where, by the way, there is a donation button. JackieCation.com and com. Feel free to donate. I'd love everyone to give me a 100 bucks a year. That is $8.33 a month. I have not figured out a way to make that easy for you. You would have to remember that. Or you can just throw me some money. If you don't have any money. Uh that's fine as well. But feel free to talk up the show. And if you would like merch, if you'd like a, a Dork Forest t-shirt or a CD of my stand-up comedy or would like to know where I'm doing stand-up, go to jackycation.com and hook yourself up. There's also an Amazon banner. If you want. To, or if you ever order from Amazon, and we all do, go through jackycation.com and the Amazon banner. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. See you next week. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?